Hello, my babes. Happy self-love style. It has been a minute. My gosh, things have been crazy around here. Have they been crazy for you guys? I feel like I have been burning the candle at both ends for the last little while. And to be really honest with you, uh, the last thing I wanted to do was like come home at 9 p.m. at night and do a recording. So, but that's okay because it sort of goes along with what I want to talk to you about today. I've been really trying to allow these topics and the things that I want to speak to you guys about um, to come a little bit more organically. When I first started Self Love Style, it was called Self Love Sunday. There's like a million podcasts that are called that. So, um, but yeah, when I started Self Love Style, um, you know, it really was something that I committed to weekly. We were doing it at the time by subscription. So I had some people that were um, great like supporters and followers and they would, um, you know, sign up for like three or six months at a time and they would get a weekly recording. And I just started to feel like it became another task, another job that I had to do. And it began to take the real passion out of it for me. And the reason I started Self Love Style in the first place was because I wanted to connect with women on a deeper level and I wanted to provide a platform that we could talk about kind of the inside and the outside of ourselves, you know, how we can how we can really like listen to our internal being and support her and celebrate her and empower her and inspire her instead of beat her down and judge her and tell her she's not good enough. And I think that over the last, you know, next year will be my 10 years of doing this in this industry. And I think I just really needed to go deeper and I was really craving more connection with women on a deeper level. And so self-love style really, really, you know, was a way for me to talk about all of that deeper stuff that I really felt so drawn to and was experiencing myself, like building a stronger relationship with myself, truly learning what it means to heal and that you're never done. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, to pick yourself up from, you know, those kind of moments of despair, sometimes days, sometimes even weeks and months. Um, and so, um, you know, I didn't really feel like a lot of the people who were following me or really, um, you know, hanging out with me on my social platforms were really interested in that as much, um, you know, at the time that I started this, which was in the summer um, of 2018. So I needed to have a platform where I could talk about what I was going through and what I was feeling and all of the challenges that I was, you know, personally dealing with, but also that... I recognized that all of these things I was dealing with on the personal platform of my life were also being extended into the business platform of my life and the relationship platform and the, the you know, it just, it was so multifaceted and so diversely intertwined into everything that in my life that I started to think about self-love style as really a way for, for me to have a little bit of therapy for myself to talk about my feelings, be really vulnerable and vulnerability is so synonymous with courage and I needed some courage. I needed to really understand myself more. And so here we are months later and I was just feeling uninspired the last month or so about what I wanted to talk about. I'm like, oh my God, they've heard me rant about everything. I don't really know what else I'm going to say. You know, nobody's really going to care about it. And I got into my head about this concept surrounding success. And that is what I want to address today on Self Love Style.
so <laughs> what is success? Um, what does it mean to you? What are the components of being successful? What are the things you accomplish in order to say, oh, I am successful at blank? You know, those questions are just so broad. And I started to really think about them and really kind of analyze them because what I found was through the experience I had starting a business, leaving that business, and going through all of the emotional, mental, and physical sort of um, grievance of that process, um, you know, the the letting go in the morning and, and all of the stuff that comes along with sort of the ending of something, I realized I was having this conversation with myself over and over and over and over again, and it sounded like you're not successful. People are going to look at this and think you're failing. You're failing. You're not doing anything good right now. You suck at business. You didn't stay in a business that you thought you wanted to stay in for a long time. You're not a great girlfriend. You've kind of been a shitty friend. You haven't been a great daughter, you know, because you've been so busy. You haven't given enough time to your parents. And you're the only sibling, or you're the only child. So there's no one else to give them attention. And then all they want is to just have you happy. And then you just leave this business. And so now you're a failure to them too, because you want them to be proud of you. But how could they be proud of you if you make decisions that, that, you know, affect your life so wholly like that? And it started to have another tone of, why are you even trying? Why are you doing this business that you're doing? You can't make it work. So you needed to like start another one, but then that one wasn't going to be good enough for you. So then you had to leave it. It was so debilitating and so negative and just honestly, complete and total horseshit. And I really worked very hard, still am working very hard on changing that dialogue and giving myself the opportunities to get out of that mindset and into a, a way better one, one that was going to be way more serving, way more positive, way more uplifting, and just generally a much healthier um, way to speak to myself and about myself. And um, the tools and practices that I had the opportunity to really put to the test this summer, um, you know, I, what I recognized was, okay, slowly but surely, the things I had said in the things like self-love style when I talked about topics and things that you can do or, you know, maybe things I was going through with my clients or whatever else, um, I realized they were working, which means that my opportunity in that recognition was I could stop thinking so much about success in the way that I'd been thinking about it and identify that what I had been talking about was actually working. And it gave me an opportunity to just really understand that I do have value. So, but first, I want to back up a little bit because I want to talk about what our society, um, for the most part, deems as, quote-unquote, success or of a person who is, quote-unquote, successful. I really want to just open that up a little bit and unpack it. 
So success really for most of society is accomplishment. And accomplishment um, sort of in the way of, you know, multiple accomplishments strung together would make you a successful person. So success, to have success is to accomplish things. And then to be successful is to accomplish multiple things. And this is just so interesting to me because I would absolutely include myself in this. And I, you know, when I don't accomplish something or when I'm feeling like, okay, I haven't, you know, done that one thing, that means that I am not successful because I have to accumulate more bits of success to call myself successful. And I started to make a list one day about what are the things that I want to, what would I have to accomplish in my life to deem myself myself successful? And what would I, what are those accomplishments that would signify to me that I was having success? So I sat down and I made this list and I want to read it to you. So the top of my success list for me, and I'm doing this for, um, this first one is business. So the first one for me uh, was clients. That's how I know that I am having success. I have multiple clients on a consistent basis. The second thing I had down was money. I'm making money and I'm making a lot of it. That's success. I had also being well-known, AKA being top of mind. That's how you become the top person in your industry. That is an accomplishment. That's success. The other one I had was crushing the competition because when you're doing better than the other people that are doing what you're doing, that's success. That's an accomplishment and feeds into the fact that you're top of mind also feeds into the fact that you're bringing in money, which also brings into the fact that you're consistently bringing in clients. Now, I'm not saying that any of those things are not good. They are great and you should have goals. You should have financial goals and you should have, um, you know, connection goals in terms of how many clients um, you grow every year or, you know, whatever those goals are for you, those are fine to have. But what I'm, what I'm trying to drive home here is that the, the, the concept of a, of a successful person or being successful um, is solely based on, you know, these accomplishments. And they're very business-based. And I mean, I know I am talking about business in this specific um, example, but um, it really just, once I looked at it, I was like, wow, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. Looking at this list and being like, clients, oh, okay, like money. I've learned to live off of very little. Well-known top of mind. I mean, I guess. Um, crushing the competition. No, I don't really care about that. I, w- I would rather, you know, build connection. So I started to rewire. Um, nope, not rewire is not the right word. I started to reevaluate each of those four things that I had on the list. So when I said clients, what was I actually looking for? What When I look at a, a piece of accomplishment or a piece of success and, and its clients, what does it actually mean to me? And what I discovered was that actually means connection. I want to feel connected to women. I want to feel connected to the people that I get the absolute pleasure of working with. 
And that ability to be connected and to connect with those people is actually where I find success because that to me fills me up with more joy than just saying, oh, I have consistent clients. So I looked at that a little deeper. Okay, so great. How do I connect with people? Well, I need to be authentic. I need to be and allow myself to be fully myself in every aspect of my life. So in business meetings, at networking, in the gym, in the grocery store, driving my car, talking to friends, having a relationship with my parents, in my relationship with my boyfriend, you know, I need to be able to be my most authentic so that I can actually show up and get that connection. Because when I'm not authentic, I can't connect as well because it's just not me. I'm not fully present and I'm not 100% there. I'm too worried about obtaining that accomplishment. So that really switched it for me. So then I was like, oh shit, I'm onto something here. Okay, so then I sat down and I was like, okay, money. The second one on the success list is money. So what do I really want? Well, I want abundance. So great, what does abundance mean? And this, this, this word of abundance is thrown around a lot in the spiritual community and um, it has different meanings for every person. So just know that this is me speaking from my personal relationship and observation of what I want and feel abundance is for me. Um, so what is abundance? What do I want? Well, I want to, um, well, actually, you know what? I think the first thought that came back was like, wow, okay, I'm going back to my desire map, which if for those of you who haven't read Danielle Laporte's desire map, uh, go immediately and get it. It is something that changed my perception on life and my perception on my business and my relationship with myself and also changed the entire makeup of how I navigate through my coaching programs with my clients. So please, 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 if you're a reader, even if you're not, go get it. The first half is um, a true um, book, and the second half has a lot of opportunity to do works. Um, you know, it's like a bit of a workbook, a journal kind of type thing. But so what I realized was that this came up into my mind, and I thought, okay, one of my desired feelings um, is freedom. And one of the ways in which freedom plays out in my life is I want financial freedom to feel comfortable managing my monthly expenses. I want freedom to feel comfortable uh, using my disposable income for myself and the good of my community in whatever way fills me with joy, probably mostly with animals. Um, and I want freedom in my financial um, life to... Um, you know, really be able to give back to some people who have been really amazing and helpful for me, um, you know, over the years, um, my parents being one of them, and my friends. And, you know, I going through this, this change this year, I, I made a never forget list. And I have people's names on that list that have extended more kindness and support to me in the last six months than I've ever experienced and I will never, ever forget. And there is so much amazing karma coming back their way the minute that I have the ability financially um, and, and in terms of that freedom to be able to do that. So that's what abundance is to me. I want to be able to live a comfortable life and I don't need a lot. I've learned a lot about that this year. I don't need a lot. I can live off of so, so little. Um, 
you know, and I, I work really hard to um, feel gratitude for the abundance that I do have. You know, we just went the other day and got a whole bunch of groceries and I woke up this morning and I opened the fridge and I was like, thank you for being full today. This is fucking amazing. I have a repertoire to choose from, you know, a repertoire of food. I can, I can eat whatever I want to eat in a day. And people don't have that opportunity. And that is abundance. I have a list of never forgets. That means that I have such an incredible abundance of people in my life who truly care and love for me and support me no matter what. And that is abundance in the most truest, purest form. I have a partner that has stuck by my side and supported every decision and every opportunity that I've taken and all of the dark and all of the light and never stopped loving me through it. Uh, that's abundance. I have a beautiful home and I love my home. I love working from here. I love the fact that it, it allows me to operate my business. Um, that's abundance. And I have two animals that interrupt my recordings all the time. And I don't care because they bring me so much joy and there's such an immense amount of gratitude that, you know, I can be gone for 30 seconds and my dog still gets just as excited as if I was gone for three hours. And that's abundance. So what I recognized in doing this little exercise is that actually emotional abundance is more meaningful and more relative in terms of how I recognize success than actually having money is. And so that changed my perception around what successful is in terms of the money you make. And then the next one on the list, I want to be well-known and top of mind. Well, of course, everybody wants that in their industry. Everybody wants that in their business because that's how you continue to maintain your business growth and, you know, obtain new clients and make new connections and do cool things. So, of course, people want to be well-known and want to be top of mind. That is very, I would say, common. But what does that actually mean to me? What, what does it mean to be top of mind? What am I looking to get out of that? Or what is the reason I feel like that is a point of success? And through this same exercise, I was like, okay, great. So what does that actually mean to me? Um, and really, honestly, it means community. So what does community mean to me? Well, community to me is like being involved in the community and being aware of community businesses and community um, driven people who are giving back so much, you know, all the time. And so what I want actually, when I say I want to be top of mind and that that's an accomplishment, um, I want to be a part of my community and I want to be a part of the female community in general, you know, across the world to empower women to love their bodies and, to build a nurturing, fulfilling, sustainable relationship with themselves. Um, I want to be a part of the community of fashion because it's a passion of mine. And I love the expression that you can create of your, you know, personality and of yourself when, you know, just by simply dressing a certain way. And I want community as a focal point for my business because, if you can't touch people in your community first, then really what are you doing? 
I mean, online business is, is different. You, you have this opportunity now with all of these digital and social platforms to make a connection that goes so much further than your community, but that's still a community. Still the people that are listening to self-love style or that this resonates with or that, that are going to feel connected to me as a, as a style and confidence coach, you are my community. And that is successful. Even if one person is in my community, that's success because I've already, I've already built that connection. And then the last one on the list, like crushing the competition. What is that? Why do I want, why do I want to crush the competition? I mean, of course, it goes back to, you know, deeming yourself successful. And in order to be successful, society tells you that you need to have all of these accomplishments. And so if you're not accomplishing these sort of like society-driven or typical tasks, you can ultimately allow yourself to feel like a failure because it's just not you're not you're not able to cross those things off your list as things that you have done. Like, you know, hit six figures in a year or um, you know, have a six-month waiting list for clients or be so busy that you literally start at 8:30 in the morning and never stop until midnight and you avoid everything in everything in your life that isn't just that busyness. Um, that isn't what I want and that doesn't fill me up. And so I started to look at that a little bit more. And that to me comes back to how can I serve? Because if I want truly in my life to empower women and inspire women, and not just that, like, I mean, I'll do that and I'll lead by example and, I, and, and hope that other people feel inspired by that. But really what I want is to connect with women and, you know, work with them and, and share some tools and practices that have changed my life and allowed me to develop a better relationship with myself so that I can actually feel empowered within my own self. I don't really need anybody else. And that's always the goal for all of my clients. You know, I want to share that with them. And, and like I said, this summer, <laughs> I mean, I have never in my adult life, and I'm going to be 34 in December, I've never in my adult life had a bigger opportunity to actually apply the things that I've been sort of preaching and saying and, and you know, instructing and guiding all of my clients um, to do. I've never had a bigger opportunity to use that on myself. And it works. It works like you would not believe. So, you know, for me, it always has to come back to like, what can I give? How can I serve? Because if my goal in life is to help women to love themselves a little harder and, you know, build that relationship, you know, positive relationship with themselves and their body, then you know, I need to understand that that's my, that's my job for myself too. And when I feel challenged and when I feel struggling, like when I struggle with that, then, then I come back and I'm like, okay, how can I serve? There's got to be somebody else that thinks and feels the way that I do or has gone through something similar. And even if they haven't gone through something similar, maybe what I say will be the one thing that will help them just like get out of that negative shitstorm for that day. And so always, always, always then my level of success is totally, you know, relative to how can I serve? And if I'm not always serving or if I'm not always giving and connecting and being a part of my community and having this, you know, gratitude for all of the abundance in my life and the true human connection, why am I doing what I'm doing? And so what I recognized through this little baby practice was success isn't about the things you accomplish. 
success isn't about being the best business coach or being the best um, home builder or being the best fitness coach or being the best um, fashion blogger. It's not about that for me anyway. It's about how can you really make a difference in the people and the things around you. And that can be applied to literally every single platform. So let's take a business uh, coach, for example. Well, how can I serve? Of course, you think that like your clients maybe need to have success for you to say that you're successful as a coach. But no, because and my business coach is the one who actually said this to me. She said, you know, I stopped identifying my success with my client's success because what I recognized was that my value is not in direct correlation with the way that they implement it. That's still on them. That's still the work that they have to do. And if you truly want that, then you will. But the value in her coaching is that she is going to give you all of the steps that you can take to truly build up your business and find success and master your mindset and all of those other beautiful things that she does as a business coach, but the work is up to you. So her value isn't actually defined by the success of her clients. So her success changed. Now she does very much the same as what I was just saying. What can I give? How can I continuously project uh, opportunities for my clients to grow? How can I continually evolve as a coach? How can I continue to learn so that the more that I learn, the more that I have to teach? That's the difference. So let's take a, a fitness coach, for example. You might find that like, okay, a fitness coach is like you have a client that lost 100 pounds in the year because you worked out with them so hard that that's what they accomplished. That's beautiful and that's great. And I think that that should be celebrated. However, what if success instead is that you've built up a community of people that don't feel judged by you in the fitness community uh, or being somebody in the fitness community? What if the success is actually defined by the fact that you are so open and honest and um, willing to work with every single individual with no expectation? You're just there for support. And that's your that's the the way that you can be most successful, and also probably what gives your clients the most success. Because I know for myself personally, the gym that I go to here in Regina is absolutely the most non-judgmental, open, welcoming, growth, you know, opportunities just galore. But everything is up to you. It's, it's, it's whatever you want to make it. And they're just going to be there with a smile to support and love and guide you through it. And they've built this amazing community of individuals that like, there's sometimes where I have to go, okay, I can't talk anymore. I got to get my workout done because that's how community based this, this space that they've created is. So maybe that's success for them. They are an active part of their community and they're literally making a difference in people's lives all the time and it's not about weight loss or muscle gain it's literally about just building that connection and that community and so I just wanted to chat through this a little bit and just challenge you to redefine what success is for you and stop getting so caught up in these checklists of accomplishments that you know when you don't get them or if you don't get them at the time or in the in the, you know, certain 
uh, time slot or like, you know, let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this in six months. If you don't get that and then you feel like, oh, well, shit, I'm just a failure then. No. Redefine success for yourself. Success for me is connection with people. Success for me is knowing that I am always going to be in a state of growth. And I'm really proud of that because I will always, always take the opportunity to heal and grow as much as I'm able. And I know that that's a practice and I know that I'll never be done that. And that's successful to me to be that type of person that is so willing to go through all of this shit just because I know what's on the other side is just so much brighter and so much better. And success to me is true friendship and true human connection with people that I actually feel joy from being around and that I feel like I can be my full and complete self, no holding back, no changing. It's a hundred percent authenticity. Um, and they love and accept me, you know, just for that. That's success to me. I, you know, the one that I was challenged with the most was the daughter that I am. My parents, mom, you're probably going to listen to this, so don't cry. <laughs> but um, my parents live an hour away from me. And I don't feel, you know, a lot of the times that I get the opportunities or that I make the opportunities as much as I should to go and see them and really, you know, nurture that relationship. And when I don't do that, um, and then I have, you know, challenges within my business or, you know, I've been on this road of entrepreneurship, which (laughs) I mean, any entrepreneur can, I think, say that we're all a little bit nuts for, for doing what we're doing, but it's what makes us more alive and, and makes our, our hearts beat at a, at a different pace than others. And this entrepreneur life that we choose over and over is so challenging. Um, but it's as if we just don't have any other choice because nothing will fill us up the way that it does. And I have had the amazing opportunity to have parents who support that and really trust that I am being, I'm self-guiding my way to the happiest life I, I can can kind of create for myself and so how can I redefine success around you know the fact that I um you know need to kind of grind it out and and that a lot of the times I don't have you know a three or four hour time period to get out there to see them well okay connection again come back to connection so can I call more can I text more can I share more exciting news can I be more vulnerable can I express my fears can I express my doubts and know that no matter what their support is going to be there and that their love is going to be there and yes so that means I'm I'm doing okay as a daughter and that is successful to me and so I'm going to wrap this up and just really challenge you guys to maybe make a a success list. What are the things that, you know, you want to accomplish so that you can say, oh, when I do X, Y, and Z, that means I'm successful. Um, You know, write that list out and be really honest. Like, I mean, for me to say crushing the competition, that's a very brutally honest thing. But when you're really, really honest and vulnerable like that, you get to uncover a little bit more about your truths and what's really on the inside. And I think what I realized is I actually just needed to redefine success for myself. And I really, really encourage you, whether you're an entrepreneur, a stay-at-home mom, which is a whole other job in itself, um, you know, a business owner, um, you know, maybe you work in a corporate atmosphere, maybe you are a 
uh, it, it doesn't matter. Just really try to take the time to make your success list and then redefine it for you and recognize, you know, once that list is made, where, what are all of those things that are already happening in my business and in my life? Because I promise you, there's so much more quote unquote success happening around you, within you and in your life than you ever even imagined or recognized because you were waiting so much to check that thing off the list. So I will leave you with that. Thank you for your patience with the, the sort of sporadic recordings. I am absolutely continuing this uh, for as long as I'm able. And I appreciate the space, um, you know, that I needed to take to um, get remotivated and really come, you know, with something that truly felt um, like it resonated really deeply with me. And I hope this hits home for you. So I'm sending you love and style, and I will see you the next time on Self Love Style. Bye, guys.